This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Tis the season for new kits and for folks like Joe and I, and probably quite a few of you too, it's cause for much discussion and excitement. Welcome to the Blue Monday podcast. And a new look for us, as you can see as well. Um, We're in negotiations. This is the time of year for negotiations and kind of deals and conversations happening so i'm hopeful that that music will change to something else before the season starts but welcome to the blue monday podcast discussing ipswich town up or down since 2015 i'm richard woodard and you're tuned into our live stream q a with focus on ipswich town 23 22 23 kit reveal but as always this is the show where you set the agenda so get in the comments let us know what you think and direct the show Joining us, giddy either through dehydration or just general excitement, um, having seen the new shirt in the flesh as well, Joe Fares. Joe, how are you? Yep, loving life, loving the new kits, ready, ready to go, rocking my double diamond already. Yeah, 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 same. I need to find, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and evening to, um, evening to Dan, evening to Charlie, evening to Chris. Um, get in those comments and let us hear from you. But obviously, um, Joe, no surprises where we're going um, first tonight, um, new kits revealed. Um, the, the Umbro link started pretty early on. We've known that for a while, but first time we've seen some stuff in the flesh. And what's your? I'll, I'll put an image up on the screen in case people have already forgotten from this morning. Give us your take. What was your instant reaction? And and has it changed since seeing them in person? Um, my first reaction is I like the blue, the darker royal blue. It seemed. It seems much more of an Ipswich blue than some of the kits we've had in recent years. Some of the Adidas ones, they've ended up sort of like two years ago with the sort of the, the lighter chevrons. Like the the back of the kit was a darker blue and the front of the kit was a sort of quite a light one. So I, I much prefer that darker blue. I like that it's unique. I like the little throwback to this shirt that I'm wearing with the, the sort of the red on the neck and the sort of little whites on the, the sort of cuffs of the shirt, the... The pattern, no, no, I, I do like the kits. Um, I'm not as big a fan of the away kit, which I'm sure you okay, show let us. Let me throw that up there for everyone to rem- remind everyone. Yeah. The sleeves are, are kind of 
certainly I've seen comments on the sleeve and folks um, let us know. Certainly we've got some early comments coming in, which is great. I'm also after, if you want to, one word answer, one word emoji on your reactions to the shirts. But the word that, that I came to mind when I saw it, Joe, was Bournemouth. Your thoughts? I'd, I'd, I'd go AC Milan over Bournemouth. AC Milan, fine. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I like it. It's just not, it's not quite the, I, maybe the red's a bit too bright for me. I, I don't know. It's just, it's not quite grabbed me like the home one did. I went and I went down to the club shop today because I was passing and thought, well, I'll, I'll try one on to see how they look. And they had they had them all there in all the sizes. And I, I really like the blue one and the flesh and the red one. Yeah, it's it's a, it's better in the flesh than it looks on the sort of photos, I think. But I just think the the sleeves look a bit dominating on it. They're they're, they're quite yeah. black, but maybe once you get your sadly Sky Bet League One badge <laughs> on there rather than <laughs> European Champions League badges on there, it'd be even better. But no, no, I, I think once I think the shirts nowadays, I think they need to be sort of fully badged up to be to sort of to look their full potential. I think it's especially true of the white one we had last year with Adidas, where it looked very plain. But once you get the badges and name and number, the sponsor on the back of it, they, they really start to look something. Yeah, and some some manufacturers actually design the sleeves to for the badge situation, as you say. You know, it's important to get them on there because often they leave a huge gaping space either for a, a, a competition badge but sadly in 2022 angry birds or cinch sponsorship higher yeah so um yeah so it'll be interesting when i see that one in the flesh because obviously i'm wearing the 93 94 no 94 95 well was it two seasons wasn't it this one i think might be 93 to 95 Mm. and i've got the image of the 92 one that was never on general sale and it's kind of a combo of the two isn't it with the pinstripes and or the the thinner black line around the badge which people aren't necessarily fond of either there because they're not fully symmetrical but you can confirm that the the lines go down the back of the shirt that was a worry i had oh i I didn't actually look that closely oh because there was only one away one so i didn't actually i just looked at the front of it there they, they've got the home ones in all sizes, and then they just had one of the away ones there. Is there any pictures because Elkin Baggett was wearing it for his? Yeah, well, I, I, what I do is when um, I'll put some comments up and get you to giving us some thoughts, Joe, on those. And then if I, I'll see if I can get in the queue to join the Planet Blue website um, and try and get um, an image from the back. But back if anyone one. can let us know in the chat, that'd be good. Um, let's go through some of these now. Evening. Actually, yeah, they, oh, on the Joe. kit reveal special that you did, You've you've shown the three stars on the shirt, oh, which, which is, is the back. back so yeah. and there's stripes running through those. And I do have it. I do have. I don't have that image to hand. It's almost like we're prepared on this show, <laughs> isn't it? But it, it's in the um, it's in the screen grab for the actual video, isn't it? So people can see that there. Let me go through some comments as you're saying. Evening to Chris. Um, happy kit release day to you as well, Chris. Thank you for that. Um, Charlie's loving the kit. Some proper thought out design. After some fairly dull Adidas blue templates, Joe, do you want to reflect on Adidas very quickly? I know you mentioned the color of the blue there. My my perspective, particularly in last season's kits, where they, and I guess the context is we're a League One club, and for Adidas that's small fry, but they were a bit underwhelming, weren't they? The Adidas kits, good and obviously good quality, but design wise, a bit basic. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, whilst. I did find the kits a bit basic at times. It's a bit frustrating that they were just templates. I did actually think we had some really nice kits of Adidas. Almost all of them are shirts that I would wear home home and away. Probably the ones 
both the kits in 2018-19 I wasn't a big fan of. And also we had a terrible sponsor on them at that point with a colourful Magical Vegas logo. But but I thought we had some good kits from Adidas. And I can understand people not liking the fact that they were template kits and you'd see other teams in them. But I thought they were good kits. I thought they were good quality. I thought they wore well. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought they always looked smart. And my fear was leaving Adidas going to sort of a Macron or a Joma or, or, or ones like that where the kits are just not comfortable to wear, not good quality. I've got a couple as a sort of collector of other shirts and you sort of put them on and they're just not, they're not a comfortable casual shirt to wear where I was what the Adidas ones were. Yeah, and you get quality bench wear as well as to the, for the, to boot. And I guess like me, Joe, you are hoping for pro training Umbro bench wear to make a return as well. You've got a sweatshirt, haven't you? We've seen that on the yep. show, haven't we? I've yeah. worn that before. The sweatshirt, the M red, the old sort of salmony red yeah. sweatshirt. And I, I, I think Justin Grimwood was posting the old um, sort of brochures from Umbro. Yeah, yeah and and, there, and I saw a sort of a zip up coat there. Um, and I remember having that zip up coat when I was little, sort of a sort of longer coat to play football in and things like that. And uh, to bring back some memories, but I think they're sort of long gone now. Sadly, bygone era. Um, yeah, Charlie D, love the kit, proper throughout. Um, yeah, good, good stuff, Charlie. Good to have you with us. Um, HCH undecided on the home kit, need to see it in the flesh. Quite like the away kit though. And uh, this is one of these shows where everyone's opinion, you know. Is, it, Football shirt design is kind of a very personal thing. So we are, we aren't going to criticize anyone here. I think what I might do, the rules I think is anyone who hates the new kits. And I've seen a couple of hates on Twitter, which I think is just 2022 version of it's not for me, um, Clive. Then um, yeah, we're not we're not hating, but we are happy if it's not necessarily your cup of tea. Um, Steve, though, absolutely loves it. And he's got both ordered. He's got thumbs up. If you're liking the new kits, give us a thumbs up in the video, by the way. Um, and doing so is also a precursor to the giveaway that we'll be talking about later on as well. So stick around um, for news on our latest giveaway. Um, even it's Ashley. He's loving the new kits. Even it's a gym. I think one of the Telegram army along with Andreas. Even to you. Cheers. Um, the double diamond says Gary brings back memories. Yeah, we were. Joe and I were just talking about this in the blue room. A lot of us will remember the 90s and we are we are cataloging we're you know modeling them right now but um worth remembering that umbro were making our kits in the 70s as well joe and we were talking about the deep blue weren't we here's mm. here's an umbro kit from the 70s that phil ham of twtd kindly gave um simply before we came on air it's very similar to the color we've gone for isn't it yeah very dark mm. that's sort of very royal blue isn't it yeah which i don't think we got anywhere near maybe the the fourteen fifteen Adidas got as close as the any of them did, but still. I think maybe the the nineteen eighty one sort of throwback, the twenty twenty one. That was probably the the most blue, wasn't it? Like that. Yeah. Uh, what else have we got? Yeah, asking the questions here, Mark. Good to have you with us. Opinions on the stars. I feel either of you show them. Um, I feel you either show them proudly or not at all. On the back, seems a bit of an afterthought. Joe, you've got a, a kind of logistical theory on the stars, haven't you? Um, do you want to talk to us about that? Yeah, well, what it is, is that if you're in the Premier League, you can only wear the stars if you've won a European Cup, effectively. So when, I should say, rather than if, I should say, <laughs> when we get to the Premier League, we'd, we'd have to lose them from the badge at that point. So I guess it's just trying to move them early. And I think there's there's ways of doing it. We've got the stars on the back. I, some teams have a 
sort of small picture of a trophy with a number under it, don't they, to indicate the years when they've won things. And I think when you've won, I say only, but for a club our size, when you've only won three major honours, you can do that. You can show your major honours like that. But maybe, maybe that's somewhere I'd be looking to go rather than just the stars, sort of actually showing that they were big, big, big trophies we won back in the glory days of the club. Yeah. And and another aspect and the the PR campaign that the really good videos the club put out, we're kind of talking about new history as well. You know, it's great that we honor our history. Um, but I think sometimes sometimes over talking about it is a bit of a burden and a bit of a throwback, isn't it? It's depressing how long ago those glory days were. So I th- I think market's probably an, an evolution, isn't it? And to Joe's point, there'll be hopefully be a, a point in the future where it will have to mean something because of rules of the league isn't it and stuff like that um actually wants to know how they fit joe do you have to do your david brent kind of suck the gut in like i've been jiffing all day i actually um went up a size from what i'd worn of the adidas kit so i went down there and it just it might be because i'm a fat bastard so i've <laughs> Careful. sort of lost it in um, certain areas but it did when i put it on it just sort of wasn't the most comfortable shirt to sort of what i thought to lounge about in so i just went up a size on it i think there but people who are probably in better shape than me probably may not need to worry but I just thought I'd get down to shop and try it because I was passing it it's been a tough two years for all of us hasn't it so um yeah go for what's casual go for what's comfortable definitely that's the that's the motto of this podcast I should get that crawling across the bottom shouldn't I um Ben Dawkins is thinking Stockwell yeah that um certainly the awake it I guess Ben is what you were talking about there uh even it's HCH we mentioned him already but yeah good um we are here to talk about Anything that you guys want to do, and obviously, great news, Joe, about Elkin Baggett's contract extension. HCH's thoughts um, is that he'll go out on loan, um, kind of Corey and Darba style. Do you agree? I, th- I think so. Yeah, I am. Um, I listened because he's just done a sort of five or six minute interview with the club, and I sort of listened to the first half of it, and it was mostly talking about his time away with Indonesia. But I, I, I was only half listened to the end while I was getting prepared for this. But I think there was talk about a loan at the end of that, but. I, I couldn't say for definite because I was sort of trying to get the kids to bed as I was trying to catch the end of it. So there, but I, but I think it's, um, I think it is right. I think that is the best move for him. And if, if for example, Cameron Burgess was to be sold, yeah, maybe you'd want to keep him around and do that. But I don't think we're going to get a taker for him. And I think it would be best for him to go out and get sort of 30, 40 games as opposed to sort of maybe Cups. four or five here in, in yeah. the first half of the season. So, no, I think that'd be a good move for him. He seems ready for it. So I was listening to the Global Football Podcast with Tim Vickery and John Durden this morning, and they were talking about Elkin Baggett on there from the Indonesian side of it, how they're sort of trying to bring young players in from Europe with sort of from their diasporas to improve it. Because Indonesia is such a huge country, such an underperforming football country. It's a football-mad country, and it's now qualified for the Asian Cup for the first time in 14, 15 years and yeah. they're actually the lowest ranked team there and when you think of the size of the country, football mad, the population of it, it's crazy but so one of the guys in the Telegram, I think it was Dan who's on here tonight, sent the um, figures round for the Instagram likes of things and yeah. Elkin Baggett signing a new contract has got more likes than Ipswich Town kit reveal <laughs> on, on the Ipswich Town page can you get, yeah, can you sell the kit in Indonesia is the question everyone's asking, isn't it? Yeah. Wow, big, big opportunity there. But great news, as we said. And yeah, it does seem sensible to give him minutes rather than just keep him around. for the if, if they want someone to be sent out to Jakarta, sort of all expenses to set up a planet blue out there, just give there me a you call. Go. 
Joe's on it. Yeah, have a word with Mrs. F before you. Um, oh, that, no, they'll have to pay for bring the family, family with. Well. Yeah, exactly right. Yep. Like, like, you're, like you're thinking. <laughs> um, Flim Flam, hope Arsenal dropped the video. Um, slightly different connotation that sponsorship now, isn't it? But certainly in the Premier League, that type of sponsorship is all the rage. So you never know. We might get Mark Ashton announcing a shirt sleeve sponsor at some point, perhaps. Um, FBL. Um, Red Black definitely using 9394. Yeah. yeah, I think the question was more um, FBL. If you can tell us about this, was it 9495 as well? I think it probably was. It was as um, well, yeah. But yeah, let's, um, because it was definitely one of Blackburn, wasn't it? Yeah. But that image in my mind of Walkie at the end of the game. So, um, on my ninth um, birthday, that was. There you go. <laughs> That's aging everyone. Um, yeah, Dan agreeing with you about the star. So, yeah, slowly fading out for that. Um, Ashley corrected me on my thoughts on the Adidas training. I think the the quality of the garment was decent, actually, but maybe the the ironing on of the badge could have been better in some of those bits. Oh, I've, I've always found the stuff good quality. I've got quite a bit of it that I've picked up at times when it's sort of been going cheap. I've, I've always thought it was really good quality. The badges, though, I think he's got. Some yeah. are better than others, aren't they? Um, Chris Day, being a keeper nerd, have we had any indication of when these release? I suspect there'll be a template. So I think the club have announced that when the home shirts and the away shirt go on general sale the goalkeeper kits will be available hopefully we'll see them but i'm i've got everything crossed um it might be a tem- template design but i'm hoping for the 93 94 craig forest special to make a reappearance but yeah I'd, I, the only thing i'd heard about the goalkeeper kits is that they're quite boring is what someone oh. told me about them so i don't think you're going to get your green oh. and purple maybe a couple zigzag one, stripes your, yeah your zigzag green and purple stripes or even the yellow with the pinstripes, that you know, just even that, but the green, blue, yeah, there was some quality Umbro goalie kits back in the day, weren't there, back in the 90s. So, yeah, Chris, we're looking at um, general release day for those kits, respectively, home and away. Um, FPL, the uh, Magical Vegas logo, morally and image, never sat well with the shirt wearing those kits. Yeah, I think a lot of people agree with that. Um, Jim, I guess I'm a bit vanilla ice cream because I always liked Yeti Desk shirts. Yeah, I don't... Th- I think I'm not suggesting they're marmite, but um, possibly they were six or sevens out of ten rather than eights or nines, maybe. But uh, this one is a bit more mango and passion fruit sorbet. I could do with some mango and passion fruit sorbet, Jim. It's roasting in here. I don't want to open a window because there are people outside making noise. But yeah, maybe I'll have some mango and passion fruit sorbet afterwards. Do you agree, um, design wise, Joe, with Jim's point there? And reflect on the benefit i guess of negotiating this deal with umbro that we get bespoke designs it's positive isn't it yeah it's, it's good to have bespoke designs i i think that i don't think any of our previous kits though it's not like you see every other team wearing them is it i know we had the um the sort of the ocean blue kit which was in the mls and every team wore it one weekend half the teams wore that kit one weekend and a Croatian team had that kit as well, but I, it, it's not like there was. A, it's not like when you're playing park football and every team's got the same kit because they've all got a pro star sports and all ordered the same one and you're just different colours. There, we weren't clashing regularly. I just, I just thought some of the kits lacked a bit of effort sometimes. Some of the templates yeah. there, and especially when you see um, things like they're talking about how they were sort of ready to go with kits and at a certain point and. I think it was the one where it ended up with the Ed Sheeran sponsor on it. And it's like, that kit was almost exactly the same as the previous one. We didn't know we were changing sponsor at this point. And you, you were basically just putting the same kit out of that, which would have looked exactly the same, like one year, sort of two years out of three. And it was just things like that. But 
maybe that's the club that we're a bit lazy at as opposed to Adidas, if that makes sense. How, how much yeah, choice well, were they getting or work? Did they just did they just want boring things? Did so they... this is Steve's point here, Steve 154. Our new owners have got a great team together, never saw this coming with Evans. Um, I interpreted that to be the things like the, the design of the shirt and the sponsor of the shirt is something that the fans care about. And if you get it right, it drives sales and revenues. You can do it kind of, we don't really care. We'll have that one, please, Adidas. And that's it. But I guess I'm, if I'm interpreting Steve's question or point correctly there, these details matter and it's good that Game Changer figured that out, isn't it? Yes, it is, yeah. It's kind of an easy question and, to answer. There, well, like I say, I think it was just maybe the managers would help and drive the choice of the kit where really it should be the marketing staff, the, yeah. the, re- the retail staff should be driving it and almost telling the, obviously within the limits of what Ipswich Town kits should look like, but... Why is a manager being asked? That yeah, they've got, they've got a million and one things that they're doing, so they don't, they just don't need to be asked. And and well, I'm not going to make personal comments about design choices or personal preferences on fashion by our managers previously. But yeah, you're right. The decision predominantly needs to be marketing led as well. And because you kind of assume nowadays, remember the punch era, the shirts were just really chunky, weren't they? And had yeah. no kind of performance benefit at all. Those days are long gone now because of manufacturing and you know the 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 what's the word I'm looking for? What's the the fabric and all that kind of stuff? So you know that it's probably going to be it's not going to cause them to sweat through it and all that kind of stuff. So after that considerations out the window, you need someone who's thinking with the fans maybe mind when you pick a design. I think so. It's good to have that there. Um, Flimflam asks about Umbro being owned by Nike. I think they were, and I don't think they are anymore. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I think because basically it, Umbro always did the England kits, didn't they? And then I think Nike bought Umbro. Yes, to and then this. and to basically get the England contract, yeah. it seemed, and then, and then dropped it, didn't they? And then yeah. dropped Umbro, and then Umbro yeah. sort of since I don't know they've really seemed to have turned themselves around as a company, Umbro, in the last few years, don't they? Because they were nowhere in football. They've really gone back into the market quite heavily. Sort of West Ham, Brentford, there's two sort of two. London Premier League teams there. I don't know who else they have. They've got a couple more, haven't they? Yeah. Um, the English League. Yeah. So you, uh, Luton. Yeah. So uh, we're the biggest club with Umbro then now. Huddersfield. Yep. So we're the biggest club with Umbro <laughs> now then. There you go. Even into our fans of Championship clubs tonight. That's what we want. Um, Charlie D. I've seen people out in the kit based on sheer. And I mean, this is, yeah. I, I think this is a minority view, Charlie. And again, you know, people are entitled to their opinions, but frankly, that sponsorship has been brilliant. And again, probably Ed Sheeran's got more likes on his Instagram post of the kit than the club have on theirs. And that's the point, you know. And I wouldn't be surprised if this one outsells last season's kit either, would you? No, and, and like I say, I, I can't see what, like, yeah, people might not like his music, but it's not like it's offensive music, is it? Maybe that's why they don't like it, but it's not like... Better than got, a bookie. Yes, we've got gambling sponsors, manure sponsors. I know people love people love going back to the days of Green King, but ultimately Green King's sort of an alcohol sponsor, which was banned. Would that wouldn't be allowed to be on kids' kits these days, Green King, would it? And there it's just a, I don't know, it just seems quite a big a big name, but it's probably the biggest name of music on there, isn't it? And you just think, Wow, we're we're lucky as a club to have Ed Sheeran as a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah, um, FBL track to the nods of the early 90s kids right in my wheelhouse. Are we even allowed to have laces on the collar these days? I was hoping for a 92 94 
recreation. But I, Joe, I wasn't expecting the laces to make it. I, surely that's got some kind of hazard now, isn't it? Yeah, it was probably we're tripping then. people over with them or something, weren't we? I, I remember a lot of players would take them out anyway, wouldn't they? And they just leave it sort of flapped open. But yeah, I, I can't really imagine having laces on your neck. Nor collars like these as well. Maybe I do love a collar on a football shirt. That is one of the things I miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Gary, any indication what the legend inside the shirt's collar means? I assume, um, and even to Bristol City fans who might be watching, he means this, Joe. Um, do you want yeah. to enlighten us a little bit on this one? I'll, I'll let you enlighten us on that. Oh, that, so that's the, that was, um, is it stem, it's certainly stem from Game Changer, but I think it's Mark Steed initially talked about that because the ownership group that is, it's the Arizona pension fund looks after the firefighters doesn't it and, and essentially that became the kind of the motto or the the symbol of thinking about the types of investments they want to make and the type of attitude and and that we want and Mark Ashton has certainly embraced that and we heard about that last season and it's obviously being continued this season and it's you know it's it's the kind of attitude I guess that we want we want people who are up for a up for the fight and as we've seen so far, getting out of League One is definitely a fight and a scrap. So um, it's, that's where it stems from, our, our game-changer owners and the um, Arizona Pension Fund and the firefighters that they represent. Um, so, yeah, all good on that one. And we all love a bit of, um, yeah, I, it sounds like business speak, David. I know you don't like that. Yeah, I know. Um, Steve, when are the squad numbers coming out? I hope to order a Jackson 9 away top joe any insights on that one a few weeks definitely yeah it'll be a few weeks won't it sort of towards the middle of pre-season it's sort of there so i'd probably say sort of 10th 12th of july somewhere around then so we've got a, a few weeks to wait on that one but i wonder whether jacks will be back to number nine and steve can get his own name on the back of the shirt with <laughs> nine there but I, I i i don't know it'd be interesting to see i like it when the squad numbers have a big reshuffle i find it quite interesting yeah it's a chap man thing isn't it do you do that in Football Manager? Do you, uh, do you ignore no. the players' preferred numbers as well? No, once I pick, give someone a squad number, they keep that for the whole time they're at the oh, club nice. on Football Manager. Consistency, that's what we want. Um, ACH, am I weird for the fact that my favourite Adidas kits were the Aqua 2021 away kit and the Orange 1819 away kit? Obviously, with reservations around the Magical Vegas and the Miserables. I mean, I really got... like the 2021 kit, personally. Yeah. That, and that was made by recycled bottles, wasn't it, or something? Yeah. So had a nice kind of angle to it. That eighteen nineteen orange away shirt without the sponsor, or if it had had a black monochrome sponsor, mm. I think would have looked pretty good. Actually, I like it's it. It's so bright, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because it, but because it's orange and it had the because the stripes are black on the arm as well, which is quite a nice striking feature on it. But just the sponsor was crap. I have got it without the sponsor, but it's a little bit plain there. I um. If it had a black sponsor, I think it would have looked good, that one. Yeah. Here, here. Um, yeah, FPL agreeing that we want Suffolk businesses. And I think Ed Sheeran lives here, doesn't he? He lives in the county of Suffolk just about. So, um, yeah, exactly right. And it's all about the exposure, as we say. Um, Dino asks, Joe, is it dark or blue as it looks? Can we have a pink third kit as well? Yeah. You've heard whispers or are you making assumptions that we'll need a third kit? Joe, do you want to deal with those two points? Um, yes, it is. Well, it is it is a darker blue, yeah. It's a it's a much more royal blue than what we've had in the last couple of years. Much, I don't know, it's just a much bolder colour rather than the, the shade of it. I think it's just the boldness of it rather than the shade. Pink third kit, yeah. Why not? We, we've never had one, but I've heard there is a third kit this season. There will be one. I wonder whether it will be white because I know there's a this new rule about 
for colour blind yeah, fans yeah. where you need um you need to have a sort of contrasting kit colour and and with the blue sort of a, a blue and a sort of red slash black they're both darker colours on the spectrum maybe we need to get a light one on the spectrum as well so that we we can have a white kit which doesn't clash. Good call. maybe the keeper kit and I think yeah there you go Charlie D pink goalie kit maybe yeah that would be interesting another one two years running um, yeah there you go Flim Flam doing a better job um, than I said We're running towards adversity refers to police and firefighter pension scheme there's the big money behind game changer Kevin loving the home kit I like the home kit love the away happy with that and um, Mark have I missed the shorts and socks with the away kits Looking forward to seeing it in the flesh during pre-season. Will you gents be on the road in pre-season too? I think they're, they're definitely on Planet Blue. I think I like the home socks. It looks like more of a red hoop around the socks, but I think generally it's got it's white for the home, black for the away with a red kind of diamondy bit at the bottom. They're pretty nondescript, aren't they, Joe? But they have been the images are out there. Yeah, the, sh- the shorts are very. Oh God, I tried to look Boring. at you quickly, but I'm in 600th in the queue to get on the website. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're, they're very plain and short. They're white, just with a very small blue trim on one of the legs as well, aren't they? Yep. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And are you are you doing your. So, have the under 23s or under 18 fixtures for pre season come out yet, Joe? Because, and, and or are you off to any pre season games for the season? Yeah, there's, there's a few that have been announced, but I'll, it's. You sort of find out about them in dribs and drabs. They, they don't sort of post a fixed list out, so to speak, at those levels. But um, and some of the games will be behind closed doors and at other teams' training grounds, so you, you won't see it all. But I don't know how much I'll be doing a preseason this year because of the away games, which I'd normally trace around. Sort of because the season starts so early. I'm away the first weekend, which is when we play Needham Market. 
the following weekend I'm in Venice, the following weekend I'm at a wedding, the following weekend I'm on a stag do, and then there's one weekend till the season starts, which is the start of school holidays. So I think I'll be missing most of the Saturday games, but you will be finding me, I'm sure, at local Suffolk non-league grounds on sort of Tuesday and Wednesday nights midweek as I chase around trying to get a glimpse of the under-23s and under-18s. A football manager researcher's work is never done. Um, yeah, I'm doing the doubleheader at Wimbledon, AFC Wimbledon. That's on my list. Um, ICFC Wimbledon have got a couple of Sunday afternoon friendlies as well. Um, I'm sure they'd welcome the support. Um, I think, is, is is there a Tuesday night? Is it West Ham on a Tuesday? Yeah, I think both the home friendlies uh, are Tuesday, don't they? Yeah, I'll probably do that. So, um, yeah, you'll see us. Um, and we will report back as always. Finn Flam's loving the home uh, liking. I'm putting words in people's mouths tonight. I'll read if you read it on the t- if you put it on the teleprompter. Ron Burgundy already. I like both home and away kits. They're both Ipswich Town kits. What's not to love? They only use the word love, so that's that's why. Um, Alex, love, love, love the new kits, and Umbro on trend at the moment. He says. Um, like I said, they do seem to be coming real back into the consciousness, don't they, of football yeah. shirts? Yeah, indeed. HCH, just a comment on the EADT kit reaction video. Our colleagues at Kings of Anglia have done great work there. Andy Warren is, is one of the kind of kit nerd aficionados that I would class Joe and I in as well. So it's great to see his reaction. Club still haven't cleaned the plexi on the back of the stands. How hot a car. It's on the list, HCH. The list is long. I wonder um, if it can be cleaned, is it? Maybe it can't. Maybe it needs to be replaced, yeah. yeah. Um, good morning, all from Chile, Brisbane. I like that the kids show town have had a big say in the design rather than it will do because the fans will buy them anyway. Yeah, quite agree with that one. Here we go, Mark. Um, Umbro quite big in fashion with collabs with P- Pretty Green, Liam Gallagher's brand. There you go, Mark. You don't have to tell us that, Mark. We're, we know that. Yeah, we're down with the kids. Massive going to Nebworth and all that stuff. Not too old for that gig anymore. Um, Happy the prices have stayed fairly reasonable as well, says Gary. Yeah, I was I'm looking at West Ham shirts on the Umbro store, and they are crazy priced. But yeah, I just had a look at that. It's sixty five pound for the West Ham home kit in adult size, fifty five pound in junior size, and for Ipswich it's forty nine pound in adult size, thirty nine in junior size. So it's over or sixteen pound cheaper both both shirts there and. It does seem that these are becoming the new normal for football shirt prices up in the £60. We were Adidas last year. Teams like Leeds who were Adidas were up, up at that 65 range when they were in the Championship and when they are in the Premier League as well. So I, we, we will start to creep up to those, but who, who knows? But ho- hopefully not too soon, but we, we will get there because it's just a fact, really, isn't it? Yeah, inflation. You can't fight the but market you, you, forces. You go, like, I, was in, I was in Rome and I went to get a Roman shirt and I looked at that and adult shirts, 90 euros, kids shirts, 70 euros. When I was in um, Warsaw before a Legia shirt, that was like 80 euros for a shirt. That They are just expensive. And I think whilst we think £50 for a shirt is expensive, it's not actually compared to other team shirts. And as Charlie yeah. Dean's put their Tottenham yeah. kits, £85. Is that the the fan kit or is that a sort of player I know Nike like to release England, different kits yeah you could get the player shirt or you could get a fan shirt there was some 50 quid differential in it wasn't it wasn't it the player shirt like 120 quid or something last Stupid, World Cup isn't cynical isn't it so um yeah quite agree with your point Gary there um Ashley's heard rumors Joe we love rumors at this time of the year um a black slash Ed Sheeran inspired shirt. Well, we yeah, see I'd, I'd heard Sheeran's that a few weeks ago, that or a few months ago, that might have been that. But I just can't see how you can have a black shirt when you've got a blue 
and a red and black one and a black one as well. If we if we are trying to take this colour blindness seriously, I think it does need to be maybe a white one with a ginger sponsor on it. <laughs> yeah. I'd be interested. Maybe it's got the pluses and minuses and divides and equal signs as part of the design. That would be interesting, actually. Or he's like tattoo sleeve up the arm. <laughs> Classy. That's what we want. Um, HCH going with the, the key bits of news. Um, we, we kind of talked about this a few weeks ago, Joe, didn't we? Because it hasn't been announced officially by the club, but TWTD reported it. Now EADT are reporting it that Adam Ate is headed off to Aston Villa and joined by. Gerard Nash, and I think working alongside Steve McGavin, aren't they? Um, yeah. You you were talking about this on our Telegram group only yesterday. A lot of vacancies at the academy at the moment. Yeah, well, there's uh, there was a job advert for a new academy manager a few weeks ago. That's not there hasn't been an announcement that anyone's in place on that yet. So whether have someone's have to work out a notice period, but the players are back at pre-season next week, and we've got no academy manager. We've got John McGreelan. Rene Gilmart, oh no, just John McGreal alone in, in charge of the under 23s. There's no assistant in place for that. No one in the under 18s at the moment. I think the under 16s coach was Adam's assistant as under 18s manager last year. So it's, uh, I don't know, it seems very, we seem very behind on that. And it does, I know that a lot of people have talked about is the academy being prioritised at the moment? It doesn't feel like it is. Maybe this could be more evidence that they've really sort of taking a step back on that and and until things change is it is this a step back to try and take two steps forward or is it just a step back and i'd say the proof of the pudding will be in the eating but we'll, we'll see where we are but it's it's a bit of a concern because the top end of our academy has been really good in the last few years we've had under 18 semi-finalists in the youth cup under i think they under 18s won the league the year before under 23s won the league or were second in the league this year there's been a lot of success there and there's been good players coming through at the moment. Obviously, Elkin Baggett and Cameron Humphreys have just signed new deals. Tyree Simpson and Liam Gibbs sort of haven't signed new deals but are still having good careers. And it just seems that, I don't know, it, it there isn't a lot of real communication about the academy. There's, there's, there's words said about it and there's talk about it, but the actions don't seem to be following the words at the moment. And, and you've asked Mark Ashton directly, the fans Q and A, haven't you? And HCH comes back and says, you know, Ashton has been pretty consistent that it's not about category one. Um, do you think? I guess at the moment we can only speculate, right? Because there are potentially decisions and you say appointments that are pending, gardening leave or what you know, notice periods and so on. But I guess if you put the evidence in front of you together, departures like Ate and um, we talked about Gibbs and the potentially. Uh, Kieran Dyer and Tyree Simpson and the fact that the club aren't pursuing elite level academy status. Is that something to be concerned about or, or is this one of those ones where in the vacuum of um, news and information, we just assume the worst? Well, it is, it is for me because I hear a lot of what's going on at the academy and I don't think it's in the greatest state sort of at under 14 level and below. We're, we're, not, we're not really competing with Norwich in the north and we're struggling to compete with Colchester in the west of it. So, we're getting, a, we're getting a smaller and smaller window. And what what seems to be happening is once we get to under 14 level, when the travel restrictions change, all of a sudden we sort of flood ourselves with boys from the London academies or sort of the London, not the sort of club academies, sort of the sports club academies, if that makes sense, try and find, try and find boys there at sort of under 14 level and end up with a load of players signed on and see what you can get there. So it's a... Uh, 
I don't know, the top end of the academy seems to be working, the bottom end doesn't, but the top end of the academy has had a big broom pushed through it at the moment and there's not really anyone left who has been actually at the successful side of it at the moment. So I, I do feel like we're about to have a, I don't know, a, a big step back for the academy and it's just where where it goes from there. But you've got, there are good people at the club like Gary Probert, who is important in that respect. Even Kieran McKenna himself, does that give you any comfort? Yeah, it does. And like I say, Gary Probert's record at Bristol City was very good. And like I say this year, they've sort of got Antoine Semenyo and Alex Scott through there, who are probably worth serious money. Semenyo, I think they've turned down nine million from Forest this week. So there's some serious players that have come through Bristol's academy, but it's just if they want to rip it up and start again, it's a, it's a long-term project and it's something that will take a number of years to come to proper fruition. And if, if you are getting rid of a lot of people from it, starting again, trying, trying to get going and, and bringing people through from the bottom ends of it. And it's a bit of a worry. I know, I know they're sort of relied on sort of signing players into the Academy of Bristol City, like Tariq Backinson at, at the later ages, but we'll, we'll just see where, where it ends up. But I think it's such an important thing for the community in Ipswich and we really need to be sort of stamping our mark on the whole of East Anglia. We, we want to be the, biggest and most dominant club in East Anglia and part of that is having the best academy and we've got a long way to go to catch up with Norwich at the moment with their facilities and yeah. Category 1 Academy. Yep, indeed. Uh, one more one from HCH is going to do my job tonight, which is great. Thank you, HCH. Dawson Barry Fry's comments on Simpson. Um, is he allowed to stay in League 1 or go to the Championship? He's not going to go to Peterborough, the sound of it. No, but the teams that have been consistently linked to Peterborough, Luton and Barnsley, aren't they? So there's all clubs with a similar profile, clubs that have been renowned over recent years for very good recruitment. So that's, that's a sort of worry when teams that have been good recruiters come after one of your players and you're trying to push them out the door. Yeah, we shall wait and see on that one. Um, what we'll do now is um, um, we will go back to speaking about football shirts and stuff like that and to finish off with. So get your, get your remaining thoughts and comments, questions on the shirts um, now. Any shout-outs that you want as well before we say goodbye? Now is the time to do that. But what we will say is we teased this at the start. Um, it is the season for us to be um, announcing giveaways on the podcast as well. Um, and we're delighted to give you the details of how to do that um, right now. Um, we have got a shirt to give away, a home or away shirt of your choice. And all you need to do um, is to subscribe to our channel, is to give this video a like, and we will do a post out on our socials um, to announce this competition going out tomorrow morning, and you need to like that. But as always, there's going to be something in it for us, and we have set you a target. We are just shy of 2,500 subscribers on YouTube, so we want to breach that mark to make the, to activate the giveaway. If we can get as high as 3,000 subscribers on YouTube, and we know there's plenty of you out there who are watching along, um, and don't subscribe. Um, it just takes a couple of seconds to press that subscribe button and all this great content. Joe's brilliant opinions on the Academy um, all kinds of great stuff will land on your YouTube inbox and your subscription feed. If we can get to 3,000, we'll give away another shirt as well. So two new shirts potentially up for grabs, home or away, your choice. All the instructions, all the details. I've got a little screenshot jobby here, but it's basically all of just said um all of that will be tweeted out tomorrow there are a few rules terms and conditions kind of bits and pieces um we might want to double check that you're actually a subscriber when we um do the random draw um you need to be based in the uk so sorry to our australian and our Amer american friends and other other folks around the world indonesia if 
your fans are welcome, Bagot. I'm afraid only people um, in the UK can enter the competition. We'll do the, a random draw of all the people who have done the likes and done the subscribes. And the target we've set, um, the closing date is the 3rd of July, though we, and I think, Joe, we can kind of set the confines of the rules a little bit to be flexible if if it's in everyone's interest for us to do that, if that nod, 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 wink, wink, basically. Yeah. So more details of that will come out tomorrow. Um, if you haven't liked the video already, give us a thumbs up anyway. It helps nudge us up the ratings. And as you say, um, do subscribe. And if you want to enter the competition, um, all the details on how to do that will go out on our um, Twitter page or our Facebook page or our Instagram. One of those three is all you need, along with doing the likes and the stuff on here. So um, hopefully folk are up for that and um, a good prize up for grabs as well. And hopefully we'll get that to you um, before the start of the, the campaign proper as well. So um, good luck to everyone and I um, hope plenty of you join in with that. Um, let's um, do some other bits and pieces of plugging whilst I'm here as well. Um, our Telegram group, we keep talking about this, hosted with our friends at Level are doing really great and um, we the discussion just continues 24-7. No one really has got any jobs, it seems. The conversation's always, there's at least one or two people on there at any one time. When there's news, it's, it's really interactive and really exciting on there. Last night we were doing Ipswich Town player names in a Suffolk accent, the best player names to say in a Suffolk accent. So there's plenty going on there. ITFC Academy chat with Joe, ITFC Women chat with me and various others. We've got a match day chat group that comes into life when games are on. So um, the first two weeks are on us. Um, and then after that, there's a subscription. But Joe, we've really loved having those conversations and um, and getting other people involved in the conversation. Yeah, no, I think our retention rate is really good for people who have had a two-week trial that they've come in, seen, it, seen what they've liked and got involved. And we've had, I'd say, some good chat throughout the summer, isn't there? And signings and we've got people in there with some lots of knowledge in lots of different areas and everyone's yeah friendly, willing to talk, willing to sh- share their info in a nice Ipswich Town community. Yeah. We as you'd of, expect from the listeners of Blue Monday. Exactly right. We always kind of describe this as, as like Twitter from the good old days before it got all trolly and nasty. So do do join in there. As we say, two weeks. Um, you don't even need a credit card to sign up for the first two weeks. If it's not for you, no hard feelings. Otherwise, um, we hope you stick around for the new season. As always, all the details are where to find us, including our social medias to join the competition, um, the giveaway, sorry, YouTube, Telegram, all linked on Blue Monday ITFC. As we said, if you give us a thumbs up on this video as well, that's um, really appreciated to subscribe, get involved in the competition. Um, and in terms of content, we'll react to the big news, I think. Um, you won't get the Monday, um, Friday, Sunday kind of situation until a few more weeks down the line. But certainly we'll be talking about fixtures next week, I would expect. And then when the preseason games kick off in earnest, there'll definitely be shows about that. And big signings as well. We'll be back. So plenty of stuff going on here. Um, and in between time, plenty of chat going on on the Telegram group. Let's head back for some last comments on the chat. Um, do give us your final thoughts on the shirts, home or away. Like it, love it, not such a fan. Um, all opinions welcome. Um, and any other final questions for Joe before we say goodbye? Um yeah, fair to Midland. That's a very Suffolk name, isn't it? Wonder if Rumbro will do retro shirts for Planet Blue. So I asked the question about six months ago of Planet Blue whether we could get the 93 94 goalkeeper shirt recreated. And the response was, we can't 
or copper can't do it because they don't own the design rights for the shirt. So now Umbro are part of that tri, that tripod, that trilateral conversation. Fair to million, I wouldn't be surprised if something happens. It's the odds are maybe quite small because it's probably more complicated legally to do than we think. But I'd be bang up for this, Joe. We obviously got the copper ones for the shirt that you're wearing, haven't we? And this yeah. one as well. I thought you'd get the Umbro head office up in the northwest banging on their door demanding this, Rich. Yeah, maybe I need to. Maybe I need to do that, Joe. Maybe I need to start a petition. Um, But fair to million, yeah, it'd be good to see some retro stuff in there. Even the benchwear, Joe, that would be great to see some pro training stuff, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's always always good to look back in time. Get the stars off the shirt. Uh, Yeah, Charlie D agree in the copper... Uh, retro track tops are beautiful. Um, Steven's probably, yeah, the elephant in the room at the moment, Joe. Uh, this time last year, I think we probably had a similar sentiment. And then suddenly, like buses, they all arrive at the same time. Just need a few signings, says Stephen. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too worried at the moment. I think we've got a good enough squad at the moment to start the season. So it's just a, it's making sure we get the right players in now, isn't it? Where if you if you look at what's going to turn up for pre-season training next week, we... We we got twenty two first team players or good enough first team players, haven't we? That would that would see us for into the start of the season. So it's just going to be tweaking. It's just going to be tweaking from there, isn't it? Adding players in and the spine of the team is already there, and we made two good signings already. So yeah, I'm, I'm not too not too worried about things at the moment. Where this time last year, where we had eight players nice and yeah. everyone was loving demolition man. I was thinking. <laughs> Oh, hindsight, isn't it a wonderful thing? It was, it was foresight, Richard, as you Foresight, well, some of us it was, yeah. For some of you it was foresight, so some of us it was not. Um, and and I'm also, uh, I, I'm known as the kind of transfer window Grinch. I'm really not a fan of speculation, so I'm quite pleased that there's not constant rumours of nonsense signings, but maybe it's because I've muted too many people on my twitter timeline um, it's not too knows? bad because like we, we like i say as i've said on here a few times we're very well served with twtd and eadt that they report the rumors but they report the the one it's, it's very clear from reading their stories what eadt thinks is it is the rumor they, they report mm-hmm. it when they think it is happening or when they think there is an interest in it they don't report news twtd takes the other approach where they report links but then often will follow up saying we are linked to X on this website, but we've spoken to the club and we don't believe there's anything in it. So they've both are, like I say, both are sort of big local, local media companies are very good at informing the fans properly, aren't they? Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Phil's little news article saying I, we've, we've consulted the club and there's no interest in this link of it. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of those stories and, um, Big fans of Phil at TWTD, who we've got a couple of things in the pipeline, folks. There's a, there's a, some teasers there. Um, hopefully, at least one um, show collaboration show with Phil um, from TWTD before the season starts. Um, more details when we have them. Michael, I, I could wear it around Brisbane with the Blue Monday logo on the back. Yeah, we need to figure out getting a logo printing. Joe knows someone. Logo, so you can get your ITFC Foundation logo, and then below it, you can get the Blue Monday logo. Maybe our new font, which I'm very proud of, that's um, that's going along. Yeah, that's the bottom can, of the page. Can you there. remember when they were people were getting Twitter handles on their shirts? Yes, yeah. deary, deary, those are the days. But he does say my family live in Colchester, so no postage. So if you if you are 
if you want to enter the competition, the giveaway, and you can get it sent to someone else and then deal with all of the, the, the logistics of getting it to a far-flung part of the world, that is totally fine as well. It is If you ask us to post it to Iceland, I'm afraid, Andreas, or not Iceland, yeah, um, or anywhere else outside the UK, it's bad enough sending within the UK, frankly, but yeah. So um, them's the rules. But if you can figure out creative ways around it, like Michael is, that's I am, fine. I am willing to hand deliver for the cost of flights, though. There you go. Uh, on the en route to Indonesia to sort out your um, Planet the, Blue, yeah, yeah, Planet Blue subway um, splinter store. What words? I'm it's hot in here. That's my excuse. Flimflam. See you next Thursday for fixture special chaps. That's a question more for Joe. I'm maybe not around, but I think there is a thought of doing that, isn't there? Yeah, and also I am actually going down to the ground for the fixture release Whoa. and um, having tell us all about it. Mark, I get a bacon roll and a cup of tea or coffee, but I don't drink those, so hopefully I'll get something else. And I think Craig is joining me, and we'll be having the fixtures released early and having a uh, sort of Q&A with Mark Ashton and Kieran McKenna about it. So I'm looking oh, forward to that next week. Stuff. So we'll report back there. Craig has already made himself unavailable for that one, but hopefully someone else will be around to host that one. <sighs> so, yes, more shows next week on fixtures. Um, Edward, we've talked about the third kit. We think there'll be something... Um, and it will be probably to deal with the um, the rules around colour blindness, so more likely to be white than black is Joe's opinion. So that's good. Michael, great show. Thank you, Michael. Um, all the best to everyone in front and behind the camera. All the best to everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Um, hopefully some entertainment, given at the moment there's naff all on the... Unless you like Love Island, which hasn't started yet, naff all on the telly. Um, I These shows, frankly, are a distraction for... Utter rubbish and so on. I've got through Stranger Things. That's done. Obi Wan Kenobi. I'm, I'm on top of that. So hopefully we're we're filling the gap before football starts and normal services resume. But thank you, Michael, for the kind words. HH looking forward to some grand improvements shared. Yeah, Joe, you were down at Pomeroy, but you didn't yeah, I didn't look at the scoreboard. And also the up the up the upstairs of the club shop has been shut for a few weeks and it's still shut at the moment. I guess. When the kits come in next week, I think they're coming in the home kits, aren't they? The 30th. That once they're in, they'll open the upstairs. But without that, you can't go up to the window, which looks into the ground at the moment. So you can't see how the dugouts and things are progressing. We'll try and take some secret photos at some point. But yeah, it should be good to see some stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I think that I think that we've got one one more. Um, point in anger and then we'll say goodbye to everyone Joe and we'll be Darby be in the fixtures or will they cease to be what a mess what yeah, a mess I, this is I just saw a news update on that saying that Mike Ashley is suing Quantanamo the the administrators in the high court is starting to sue them now so we'll see but I'm, I'm yeah, certain up, I'm certain that Derby will be in the league remember a few years back when Berry were kicked out of the league that was seven eight games into the season when they were kicked out of the league Bolton were seven, eight games in when they didn't have owners. They were playing the kids and we beat them 5-0 and they were losing five every week, weren't they? And then they, they were given as long as possibly could. And Derby, ultimately, there are people that want to buy them. And whether it's deals which include a points deduction or that, we, we don't know. But probably without sounding selfish, it's probably a good thing for Ipswich that they haven't got themselves sorted out yet because with a size, size of club like that, the resources that they'd probably have, they would be a competitor, competitor at the top of the league. But if they're starting the season with a 15-point deduction, then they're going to have a hell of a job on their hands just to even stay up. So yeah. as an Ipswich fan, 
good. Uh, but uh, I'm sure they won't go bust. And I, I really don't go bust, don't. but don't be a rival for our promotion. Yes. Yeah. I think that's all fair. I think we can all agree with that sentiment. And um, thank you, Joe. Um, yeah, and Charlie. Yeah, feel sorry for their fans. Yeah, it must be really challenging time for them. So um, yeah, we we wish them the best and hope it gets sorted. But yeah, just showing light on areas of football administration which definitely are in need of review and reform. And um, Joe, thank you for your sage opinion as always. Your wisdom, your insights. Um, always appreciate. Um, your views, particularly on football kits as well. It's always nice to chat about football kits and see some old stuff from the olden days as well. Get some bits and pieces out there. And um, a few bits and pieces just to finish off with before we say goodbye to some folks who have said goodbye. Get your shout outs in the chat before we say goodbye. Um, as always, bloomondayitfc.co.uk is where all the bits and pieces of information are. Join the Telegram group hosted by our friends at Level of the Link is on there. Don't forget to look out for the giveaway information which will go out on our socials first thing tomorrow give us a thumbs up and a subscribe to be two-thirds of the way there before you even and before you even post about it um, and good luck um, for that as well more shows um, to come you'll see um, and hear about that information through the, the usual places um, and thanks for everyone who's joined us and stuck around from beginning to end and, and contributed in the comments this shows um, always about you guys and you taking us um, in different directions and giving us your views so I'm very happy to have done that um, this evening. Um, thank you to Charlie. Um, there you go, Joe. Free accommodation in my sunny coast beach view flat. Okay, we'll start negotiating on the flights as well, and I'll be there. Yeah, Michael will be in contact about that one. Um, Andreas, thank you for um, joining us as well. Appreciate that. Um, Joe, any final words before we say goodbye? Um, I just noticed it's been out there that Bailey Clements has officially left the club and is close to signing for Chesterfield. So Paul Cook. Under, under Paul Cook, yeah. So There you go. One well, more thoughts, about thoughts, that. thoughts and prayers to Bailey Clements. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Um, Flim Flam, love the new BM strip. So, uh, thank you very much. See you in the telegrams. Yeah, indeed. Jim, lovely stuff as always. Thank you, Jim, for joining in as well. Um, as always, Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We've taught um, Kits and I. We'll be back next week to talk about fixtures. Look after yourselves and we'll see you then. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.